movie is a lot sillier than I thought it would be, and also a ton of fun. Today I'm talking about the Pope's Exorcist. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about the, the recent horror release, which is called The Pope's Exorcist, starring Russell Crowe. And I can't say I knew what to expect. I just knew that this one had been talked about, and then there was even talk of a sequel due to um, relative financial success, uh, which is easy to do in the horror genre, since they typically don't spend too much money on it, and decided to watch it and really enjoyed this uh, for reasons that were unexpected to me. So without further ado, let's get started. One of my favorite things about horror movies' recent rise to prominence is that the genre is finally expanding in a lot of different directions all at once. While before a horror movie would have to match the aesthetics and tone of a more successful genre ventures, now there seems to be room for everyone. If you want to go jump scare happy, you can make smile. If you want to go minimal minimalist soundscape, Skinner Inc. is right there. All of whom seem to find their audience and make money. Cut to The Pope's Exorcist, the closest thing I can imagine to an old-school spook, spook show turned into a modern R-rated blockbuster. The film stars Ga uh, Russell Crowe as Gabrielle Amorth, an easygoing priest who also happens to be the Pope's right hand for exorcists. While Amorth has been able to navigate most of his encounters quickly, the exorcist runs into a powerful enemy that may have the power to unravel the exorcist and the church itself. I'm very aware that a lot of people won't like this movie. While most exorcism movies aim for some kind of slow burn, The Pope's Exorcist puts its foot on the gas from the beginning and never lets up. The opening scene would be a finale in other movies for context. If you want slow, creepy thrills, this isn't the movie for you. Like, Franco Nero plays the Pope in this movie, if that gives you any context for this movie's desired tone. So does the film succeed on those terms? Mostly yes. Riding the fun-loving spirit from his Zeus in Thor Love and Thunder, Russell Crowe's Amorth is delightful. While almost all other movie priests are stoic, pious men, Amorth is a whiskey-drinking, joke-cracking fellow who rides a moped with sunglasses like a G. I love everything about this character. Not only because it makes him feel more human and like someone who's probably, ex who's probably more practical and seen some stuff, but also because Crow is so much fun when he gets to be fun and over the top. This is something Unhinged capitalized on, and this movie does the same thing. In terms of scares and tone, the movie is aiming for the throw-the-chair-across-the-room-to-shock-you approach versus a more subdued tone. And I think this works for this particular movie. The goal here is less to creep the audience out, but rather make them feel tense and shock them by how powerful and overwhelming the demonic presence is. Not only does it possess a young boy and make him look horrifying, but it'll also just fling your ass through a door for fun. Fun is the name of the game here, and that applies to the possession scenes and face-offs between Amorth and the demon. When it comes to the movie's themes, this is where it starts to become a mixed bag. On the one hand, I really like that a movie all about the Catholic Church's exorcism wing takes aim at the Church's failures and sins. Without getting into the plot details, a repeated message throughout the film is that past sins will come to light and will ruin an individual and the Church's reputation and make them weak. In this movie's case, literally tying some of the Catholic Church's worst sins to the devil. On the other hand, the movie's a bit too kind to the Church, and treats said sins like Satan's influence and not the end result of systemic problems, including the Church's ties to politics and how its own policies create terrifyingly easy ways for innocent people to be victimized. 
Likewise, for a movie all about past sins, you would expect that our hero and his new Spanish friend would have legitimate demons in their past versus perfectly understandable <laughs> hero choices that they feel bad about. I think this is because the movie is trying to create a franchise and really wants the Vatican to feel like the Avengers Tower or the Justice League Watchtower. And also because we're going to go go for very easy good versus evil fights a la a superhero battle, so too much moral complication would press pause on the fun. Still, if treating this solely as a viewing experience, it's a lot of fun. The verdict is, it's very silly, very fun. By embracing an exaggerated tone, The Pope's Exorcist embraces a much more upbeat and very fun take on familiar material. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.